Hi, and welcome to We Are Outnumbered, the podcast where we talk about being married, having kids, and family stuff in general. I'm Anthony, and with me, as always, is my co-host and person who refused to read this line, Kristen. <laughs> I did not have anything to read in front of me. I was going to throw it to you. I was like, you know what? We should change it up. Maybe you should read the beginning. Maybe you should tell me that before This is episode number <laughs> 50, right? Oh, wait. Oh, is this 51? Now I forgot. No, I forgot. Um, but all right. So time codes are in the description if you want to jump around to our topic, uh, you know, and skip the fun news thing. But I've got some fun news for you today. Ooh. But our topic today, we're going to talk about, uh, oops, where is it? Uh, parenting during the holidays. Since all of the holidays are coming up, I know we're already feeling the crunch a little bit. A little bit. A little yeah. bit. But that's because we also have a wedding. Yes. To be a part of. Yes. Um, you know, and that I'm the officiant. <laughs> yes that's yeah. a that's Aficiant. the the efficient <laughs> efficient i don't know how to say it anyway so i try to say it silly uh but yeah so you can jump in that and also in the description is all the links and different things that we talk about today whether it's articles or fun games or all that kind of cool stuff all right uh let's get started with some news from Kristen. so uh news, news for Kristen. i didn't have i don't have any news Kristen. for you today uh so Kristen, last week i told you about that that, yes. that monolith. Yes. The aliens have arrived and they're placing a monolith. Now, they're actually... I want to give you an update on this. Um, but here's the thing. There was actually more that happened this week with oh, this. Oh, goodness. So, I, I don't... I could, I'm going to do it step by step as this story has un, unraveled. I okay. think this is just going to be the Christmas present of December. Just keeps on giving. So, each week, I'm just going to give you the next step. So, try to avoid any... any you know stuff yeah. this is for you i still have okay, not ready? Seen, i've seen one person <clears throat> sorry post about this oh well then so i have not really run into this it's probably because <laughs> i watch sci-fi and so google news just throws it at me yeah um so uh here is the next step so last week you know it was well actually i'm gonna give you two steps so last week okay. or two weeks ago they found it mm -hmm. in utah um, then it mysteriously disappeared. Yes. Did it? Did we, did we talk about that we on did. the podcast or just in general? No, we did. We did. Yes. Okay. So that had happened. This, okay. Yeah, that had um, happened. So now here, here is the next step. This was December first. This this article is from uh, this one is on NPR. Okay. Um, so uh, another mysterious monolith suddenly appears. This time in Romania. Oh my goodness. Okay, so this is come be going from a parenting podcast to a conspiracy yeah. theorist. <laughs> <laughs> about aliens so yes. um here i'll read this article this one is by colin dwyer uh it says cue the x-file theme folks the monolith mystery has deepened less than two weeks after authorities stumbled across a mysterious metal object standing freely in the utah desert and just days after it disappeared a similar monolith has been reported nearly halfway around the world residents of the romanian city of oh man P piatra nemt say they have found another odd item that could be that could have been ripped off of the set of uh, 2001 a space odyssey the local newspaper reports that the monolith like the one discovered in utah is about 10 to 12 feet tall and apparently comprised entirely of a dimly reflective metal hmm. it was reportedly found standing on the oh wow that's a name on a plateau near an archaeological site. I just skipped the name, if you can tell. <laughs> overlooking the city. Uh, so, yes. So, basically, they found a new one. Uh, let me go down to some of the comments here. Let me scroll ahead. Uh, There's no reason to panic for those who think that there is still life in the universe. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the where is this person? It's just one of the people studying it. Uh, quiffed according uh, to a translation, all this kind of stuff. My guess is that some <laughs> alien, cheeky and terrible teenagers <laughs> left home with their parents' UFO and started planning metal monoliths around the world. First in Utah, <laughs> and then at Piatra Nymph. I am honored that they chose our city. That's this funny. this guy seems awesome. <laughs> yeah. He's just going along with it. Yeah, so the monolith in Utah disappeared less than 10 days after officers from the state's Department of Public Safety first spotted it. Uh, so yeah, it just kind of tells a little bit more. So we now have another monolith in Romania as one disappeared in Utah. Um, Interesting. Do you so want it disappeared to start in Utah supplies? and showed up in Romania. Apparently, yes. Interesting. Um. Yeah. So another quote was beyond the conspiracy theories that can be tempting. He added, uh, I'd like to see the randomness as further proof that our city is special oh. for the earthlings and maybe not only. <laughs> um, yeah. So this is, this is really fun. I love this. <laughs> That's funny. So um, yeah, there's already been another update that I'll share with you next week. Oh, okay. And with, with everybody else next Keeping week. Keeping everybody on the edge of your seat. Edge of your seats. Are aliens real? Um, probably not. <laughs> or I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. I got. I need to cough. Can you oh. say something? <laughs> um, I totally didn't know what to say. <laughs> oh, you can't come on. put me on the spot like that. <laughs> you can talk about this monolith. I mean, how do you think? I should, mean, now here's my question because this is about you know marriage and mm-hmm. parenting. If alien, if this is the sign of an aliens of aliens coming mm-hmm. to live among us, should we change? Should would that change anything of how we how we do anything? No, I guess <laughs> I it don't d- think so. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, <laughs> just keep on going. Yeah, well, I guess it would matter. Like, kidding. like, are we talking like Independence Day yeah. aliens where they're blowing everything up? <laughs> I or are mean, we talking like men in black where like only some of them are trying to blow yeah. us up and others are just like, <laughs> like friendly, you know, friendly. <laughs> They're just like living their life. Yeah. Just trying to be a regular okay, so human. If there were, let, let's go to the black men in black universe. Yes. Okay. So if there were aliens, mm-hmm. like this monolith is them, like it's a drop ship and they're just coming out. Would you prefer to that for them to be just who they are? And like, we all know like, Hey, okay. Mars has life. Okay. Yes. Just hypothetical. And would you rather them just walk around and know that they're aliens or would you want like men in black, just mm. ignorance is bliss? Well, they, they wear a, first, they wear a suit of, of, of human, human <laughs> without hurting anybody. My just, first thought would be like, no, I definitely want, want them to just be like aliens. Cause yeah. then, then you're not like tricked later on. You know, okay, find out this human, that. this good friend of yours, all of a sudden, they're an alien. <laughs> or, you know, that is a good point. Like, what if you fell in love, like, with, oh my goodness. not you. Oh, okay, let's, <laughs> Kristen, I have oh my to goodness. tell you something. Yeah. Yeah. What if you found out that I wasn't, I mean, I do love Star Trek a lot. Yes, you do. You do, You love space, all things so, space. Would that change our marriage if you found out? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> that I yes. am an alien and that your children are half alien. Yes, that would change a lot. Or what if I just took your DNA and I went back to my ship <gasps> and that's, that's how we cr- created weird. the children was through some machine? I don't even know. But yes, that would change a whole lot. <laughs> would you still love me? Yes, I would love you. Oh, okay. 
I but that would change a whole are, lot. What are we talking about? I don't even know. I'm sorry. Okay. I don't even know right Let's now. Let's just we're gonna move on. We're gonna <laughs> talk about a tangent. <laughs> we got way off way off topic there. You know, we're like in the dark right now. I can't see the screen. I like marking the time. Oh. Um, but all right. So yeah, we'll, let's move on to what we're going to talk about today. So we thought it'd be fun. Um, I found an article. Uh, we were already going to talk about this, but just it's nice to have an article to yes. go along with it to kind of guide the conversation a little bit. Um, but uh, today we want to talk about as you go into the holidays, it can bring up challenges. And so just some parenting ideas or tips or um, really just to talk about some of the struggles that can happen as you go into this time yes, um, and some of the feelings because it's it's both like it's super joyful and fun and you get to do a lot of different things uh, but it can also be very stressful yes um, you know especially with kids you know mm-hmm. whatever ages they are you know um, yeah yep. you know and then throw on top of it this year and you just get a <laughs> This just, crazy year, yeah. and it's just, you know. So uh, the article that we're going to go through is from raisedgood.com, and the article is uh, titled, Six Tips to Be a Respectful Parent This Christmas. <laughs> so um, I, I gave Kristen the option of two articles that I found on just, like, parenting tips during, you know, uh, and she picked the other one because this one was a little bit harder or brought up more controversial, not yeah. controversial, but... Well, it could be. It could be between different parenting styles, I think. Yeah, I think this one hits some major parenting styles, yes. which I thought would be fun. I'm always <laughs> going to pick the one that we can kind of... I just like, you know, people to get along and... Yeah, the, you know. the, the, other, the other article was a lot... Yes. No, I don't want to say well, easier. It was cut and dry. It was more general and very yeah. cut and dry, like, tell your kids you love them. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> I think that was the last one. Yeah, the last one was have, <laughs> have fun. fun. <laughs> you know, so like, um, yeah, so of course me, I want to pick one that's a little bit more, uh, you know. Yeah. I like I like hitting the things that can be a little bit more I think I touchy. forgot to tell the children that we are recording. <laughs> it's okay. It Honestly, it won't, it, it's not going to pick okay. up. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So number one, here we go. You yes. ready? So, uh, and I, I'm going to paraphrase. I read this. I'll read maybe the first paragraph or whatever, but um, there is no such thing as naughty and nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, using words like naughty and nice to describe children blinds us from seeing our children for who it is they truly are and marries us to the notion that we can and should control our kids. Um, these familiar phrases refer to superficial behavior, which is the most con- conventional discipline techniques focus on tactics like timeouts punishments are misguided because they fail to identify the underlying problem and most often punish children for being children they take all responsibility for change and personal growth away from the parent and place it squarely on the children's shoulders um as this goes on because mm-hmm. I, I feel like this is two parts and i know you read this too yeah um it, it's kind of talking about that but then it also it really goes into you operating based on what other people think mm. of what your children are. So like if the children act a certain way, other people will think that they're naughty or nice. Yes. And so as I read this, I was like, well, let's give your thoughts on this first. Well, I think, okay, with the naughty and nice thing, it's, you know, a playful thing that a lot of movies have, you know, played into. Just, I, I agree with the sentiment, those are very superficial 
titles to give your children because we all have our naughty <laughs> moments. Yeah. We all have our times when we're not on our best behavior. And especially kids, they're got, they are trying to navigate this world with you know, the knowledge that they have and the, the skills that they have, they're learning. They, we all learn through our mistakes. So I like at the end of that paragraph, it, it said, um, it said, um, parent, uh, when the when our kids are melting down or that's when we earn our parenting stripes by being the calm in the storm and offering our universal acceptance by guiding, not controlling shame or silencing. Yeah. And, um, I like that just because we cannot contr- control our children. I mean, we can, but that could lead to other things later on in life that are unhealthy habits. But if we get down to the root of the problem when we're disciplining, I think that helps them further on. So if we put a label on them that they're naughty, <laughs> right? that's going to be, I mean, th- th- this is a whole year to a kid you've been naughty this year. Of course, over a whole year, they're going to have had moments that they, you know, weren't great. But, um, but if you instill in them, like, kindness, and to be loving, and, you know, those things all always come out and focus on those and not the, the two times that they did not listen. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and uh, and we know this. As humans, we have a tendency to remember the bad. Yes. And uh, it's why it's so important to write down the good. Yes. Because typically, there's a lot more good, mm-hmm. but we remember the, the hurts. And, and some of it is just, it's biology. It's yes. survival. We have to remember what hurt us. Therefore, we don't go and do that again. Mm-hmm. Um, life lessons. Yeah, <laughs> life lessons, you know, like, uh, but it, so in this, and, and I, th- th- so one reason I do, or one thing I that I don't like is when we jump around uh, from websites to websites, mm-hmm. we grab one article. So like, even in this one, the author has links to other areas where she's like, explaining deeper mm. and so it's hard when you come in and just one moment it's almost like yeah i hope i'm not taking them out of context right because there, there's a lot of in this one specifically there's a lot i'm a big person on and you can call this you know new age parenting or whatever <laughs> you know or a flower i'm a big person that i don't believe we should label our kids anything yes. i don't like labels i don't like i want to avoid as much as possible whether it's baseball superstar or naughty or nice or you know you're you're beautiful uh on the you know you're you're like even little things like that or you're like yo you're you're the handsome guy you're my handsome guy because i think even that if you're putting too much you better i won't like take the time to explain also that it's not just a physical thing right. like any kind of labels on a consistent basis can be dangerous yeah. because then they start forming their identity on that one thing. And the reality is in life, one thing does not last forever. Right. Physical, whatever it is, you know, even if it's intellect, like even intellect, that could be taken away. It can be taken away a hundred percent. And so you don't want anyone's identity. You want kids to be able to form identity on multiple things. Yeah. That, that it's not just, they're not a one-trick pony. Right. And that they're adaptable. That, hey, if you want to get through life, if you want to be successful, you need to be able to adapt. So I don't like 
any labels, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I, I even this morning I, I walked by Kaylee <laughs> and I go, Kaylee, you're so beautiful. And she goes, oh, thank you. I go. And I was talking about the inside, you know, <laughs> but, and, and, and then I go inside and outside. and the outside. But I gave it like 20 <laughs> seconds, like pause, you know, it's just little things like that. And I know that might sound ridiculous, but it's just I mean, think about your life growing up. Not just you, Kristen, like the people listening, (laughs) like, you know, when you get labeled like, oh, you're a nerd, you know, or you're, uh, you know, you're this. And and all of a sudden you get put into that one culture, then you feel like you have to be accepted by that. You just stay in that. Like even like I look at my family and, you know, my brothers and I, and we've talked about this before. We loved playing video games. And so we very easily would fit in like, oh, we're nerds. But we also loved playing sports, Mm -hmm. you know, like and so like you could be like, oh, well, you guys are. Well, no one would mistake me as a jock, but you know what I mean? Like, like I, in college, I played every, every intramural sport because I loved it. And then I would go into my dorm and play video games. Yeah. And it's just, and not just like, you know, we can go back to that gaming pod episode. <laughs> like I play every kind of video game, like yeah. every kind. And so it's, I don't like the labels. It, it's just, I think you need to be cautious with that. That being said, like discipline I, I get that we want to, and, and we've talked about discipline a lot. Yeah. Yes. I, timeouts yeah. are effective. I, was I think there the comes thing, a moment thing. that we want, you have to be mindful of why someone is lashing out. Yeah. So, you know, like with one of our daughters who gets hangry, <laughs> we let her know typically, like, look, we know that you are losing your mind because you're hungry Mm -hmm. and we are going to do our best to get you food and to solve that problem (laughs) but you are of an age that you know that you can't just start screaming or punching someone because you're hungry (laughs) therefore you are going to go take a time out yes and i want you to think about how you can better express yourself when you're fearing feeling that frustration yeah you know so it It kind of de-escalates right the situation i was gonna say the same thing that one i think timeouts are very helpful timeouts or you know like i there's there when you it's a tool that needs to be used and ultimately that tool with what we say every episode of open and honest communication you know, because look, it's the same thing. If you have someone that's just so angry, mm-hmm. an adult, they sometimes they can't hear you. They can't right. see you. They can't, you can't, you can't get to the root of the problem until they calm down. Right. And so using forms of punishment that help calm them down is ideal. Yes. You know. Yeah. It's, it just helps you to stop for a minute and think like, Okay, calm down and let's see what's really going on here. Yeah. But I it has to be paired with a conversation. Yeah. Like you said. It can be just like, okay, go sit and time time out. Okay, you're done. Okay. We're we're past it. Right. You know. It's you a, know and, and there's a conversation with it. Yeah, because there's certain behaviors like that's unacceptable. Right. No matter your reasoning behind it, that's unacceptable. <laughs> yes. Like you can't punch someone. <laughs> you do that in real life you're going to get beat up or killed. If I walk up and deck someone in the line at Walmart because I'm angry. That would not be good. I, I'm going to go to jail. <laughs> yes. You know, like, like, and so like there's things that, that you got to have that bad. conversation. Yes. You know, um, and I, I, I love the line that you, that you read too, because it, it is our role to help. 
we're not just we're not just we don't want our kids to be robots. Right. Right. We, our our main job and this is what we have to look at it like as parents is guiding them to becoming successful adults. Right. You know, and so it, it's the same thing in a, you know, ruling with fear is is never going to bring the best out of people. Yes. You know, so um but yeah, I I don't I'm I don't like labels. So, <laughs> all right, are we good with that one? Yeah. All right. Okay, here we go. <laughs> here, here we, we go. go. This is the one you were kind of worried about. Uh, I mean, one of them, but yeah. So number I'm two. Worried. Just yeah. Number two, let's knock the elf off his shelf. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Um, we do not do elf on the shelf. Just uh, so just because we've never would, bought yeah, one, we just, just never, to be clear. We just never got into it. Well, let so. me let me read a little bit oh, about sorry, this, and then on. you, yeah. Um, so it says, while Elf on the Shelf may be pure marketing genius and may seem harmless enough, it represents manipulation, plain and simple. This odd little toy is a part of a growing number of modern scare tactics that prey on children's natural desire to trust in the magic of Christmas. From phone numbers parents can call to report bad behavior to Santa, <laughs> webcams and online surveys to assess your child's naughty or nice ranking, I find it saddening to witness the lengths our cultures believe we have the right to stoop in order to manipulate children's behavior. So let's knock off uh, Elf on a shelf and replace him with a positive alternative. I recently discovered the Kindness Elves. Uh, whose mission is to emphasize kindness, sharing, and gratitude. From baking cookies to give to neighbors to filling box of groceries to give to local food banks, the kindness elves give children practical ideas to be... I ended up reading this whole thing. Lead up to Christmas, <laughs> and then she has a link. Or he, to the actually. I did, oh, no, wait. It's she. I, I looked at so many different articles. I want to... Yeah, it's she. <laughs> um, Tracy. Uh, yeah, has a link to the kindness elves, which I've never heard of. So yeah, I hadn't heard of that either. Cool. Well, maybe check that out. Yeah. All right. So go ahead. Well, I think parents can take this two different ways. I know some families, they just, it's fun. It's a fun little thing that they do with their kids. And I think some parents don't take the manipulative route. They just have, it's a fun little Christmas tradition with some creative ideas um, that they just have fun with their kids. And there's other families that take it the other extreme where they're like, scare their kids into behaving. Yeah. And that is the part that is not helpful at all. <laughs> like, I I do agree with the, what they said in there about the, we, do, we never want to teach our kids manipulation. <laughs> I mean, in getting, you don't want your kid not... Or you you don't want your kid listening only because somebody's watching them. Like somebody, right? You want to teach them why why should they do this or why should they be kind? Why should they treat this person a certain way? Right. Not you should do this because I'm watching you. I'm making sure that you are doing the right thing. You know. So sorry, my throat was, was worn out from yesterday, <laughs> and so I tried to reach out yes. to grab some water. Like, and the ice hadn't melted yet. So I'm not, if you heard that, like. <laughs> that was an ice cube getting stuck in my mouth and i even leaned way over yeah you did um but no i agree with everything you said i it comes down like with most things in life it's your heart yes it's what is the the heart behind it and before this when we kind of were talking off off air mm-hmm. um i i brought up like i i don't you we should as parents already have our discipline uh 
routine already in place. Yes, not just for December. <laughs> right. Uh, so, because my thing is like, oh, okay, December is this magical elf. Uh, January is a New Year's bell. Uh, February, you know what I mean? February is Cupid. You won't, you know what I yes. mean? It's like, it's like, do you have a mythical creature for, for every, every month, month? Yeah. In order to, you know, um, I, 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 you shouldn't deviate. And, and and this is going into the holidays. I think yeah. you need to still be consistent, be consistent yes. with everything that you do. And so discipline should be, and again, if you've listened to this podcast over the 50 episodes, when we say discipline, this isn't like beating your kids, right. <laughs> you know, this discipline is a fence that you put around that ex- expands and contracts depending on different scenarios and it's tailored toward your you and your kids right. what works for your family um for us we do some timeouts we do you know i mean nowadays they screens lose, yeah you know sc- any kind things. of screens is the big thing and then you refocus on other stuff um and then we have positive we also have positive stuff like mm-hmm. reinforcement which also technically falls under the idea of discipline it's it's discipling it's it's building up your kids mm-hmm. you know um, and so you should already have that in place. And to me, Elf on the Shelf, I've seen some, like we we have some friends that do some really fun and creative yes. things. And I'm like, that's a blast. I yeah. want to do that. Um, we just, we haven't done it just because we get very, especially being in yes. a church on staff, December gets very busy. Yeah. This is um, an unusual year for yeah. us. And then, then you, I <laughs> yeah, know we have, we don't have as many church events. Right. Uh, you know, because of the pandemic and all this kind of stuff, but also like, but then we also have our personal lives are yes. because we've got a wedding, my brother's getting married and it's different things. So, yeah. uh, you know, it's kind of swapped out. Yeah. We're still very busy. Um, so we just never got to do the, the elf on the shelf, yeah. but I, I've seen families, like you said, they have a blast and it's just fun. It's just a fun and family thing that they do. I, I think that's awesome. Yeah. And it's creative. You get to be fun. And, and, and I think that part of it is fantastic. I think, like creative parents. I mean, some people just have it, you know, some people just have that creativity and that is a way to pass on that creativity to your kids. Yeah, I, I think it'd be a very positive thing, yeah. just depending on how you use it and right. the heart behind it. Exactly. And what you use it for. I mean, one of the most creative ones is when they take the clothes off the elf and then put chicken <laughs> chicken bones oh and then put a fork and knife and be like, it tasted really good. Have you seen that picture? No, that's Have awful. Have you seen that picture? <laughs> that's awful. That one, is, it's hilarious. It'd be oh. terrible to actually do to yes. children. but Yes, that would be terrifying. Um, <laughs> that's awful uh yeah but no again it comes down to the heart i think if you're doing it as for fun great and and to your point about the manipulation and what was it you know what they mentioned um if you have teenagers yes and you're like why are they so they're always trying to manipulate me (laughs) well guess what (laughs) if you discipline and try to get your kids to act a certain way through manipulation Guess what they're going to be when they're teenagers yeah. and adults? They're going to be manipulative people. Yeah. Um. And so while there's moments where yes. you can use, you know, there's always moments yes. here and there, you know, where we can. But that shouldn't be the, the buy route. our kids off right. and stuff to get some quick behavior <laughs> adjustments. We all have done that. We all have done we that. Have where done we that. bought them a bag of M and M's in the store because they were losing their minds. Yeah. You know, where you have those moments. Yeah, but that shouldn't be the root of the your... Yeah. Yes, the rule. That's a good idea. You don't I build mean, good, your life off the exception. Yes, exactly. You know, like 
we're always going to have those exceptions, but you have to build your household yes. on the rule. Like what is the rule going yes. to be? And we can have the exceptions. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you don't want to have manipulative teenagers, don't manipulate <laughs> or <your> kids. adults <laughs> or adults. If you don't want grown children that are, manip- you know, grown adult children, you know, that are manipulative, then don't manipulate them. It's, mm-hmm. it's simple. It's a one-to-one situation you know um but yeah so i i i agree and yet don't agree all at the same time here because i i think most of the people in our life that i know they just have fun with it and it's what has made me want to like do part of it yeah um but yeah that i i worry about january one right when (laughs) the elf goes back. there are people that this is their main form of discipline 25th you know yeah oh december 25th yeah (laughs) so then um, you have the christmas crash and you're yeah (laughs) kids are going crazy all right number three i i'm very interested yes we only talked about number two so i'm interested in your take on yeah three specifically we've kind of touched on this i think in the past yeah i think i'm i'm curious so number three is no your child doesn't have to hug aunt lucy Mm -hmm. yeah lucy yeah uh (laughs) For most of us, and I'm reading part of the article. Uh, this is short. I might read the whole thing here. Uh, for most of us, Christmas means spending time with extended family and friends, which can be wonderful, but the pressure is inevitable to put children to offer and receive affection. Suggesting or forcing kids to give auntie a kiss or grandpa a hug violates their right to bodily autonomy. Um, other people do not have the right to decide about our kids' bodies. No exceptions. So if your child doesn't feel comfortable, hug Aunt Lucy on their behalf and don't allow a big deal to be made of it. Protect bodily autonomy and don't allow others to label your child as shy or threaten your child by saying that they will get their hug later. Let's be honest and recognize that they... Uh, that often these comments are nothing more than adults trying to protect their own egos. If children feel connected to an adult in a safe environment, they will most likely open their arms for an enthusiastic hug. Explaining this to family and friends beforehand will adjust their expectations, protect their feelings, and avoid potential disappointment. And it just kind of goes on. Now, don't be afraid to be your child's advocate, protect their bodily autonomy. Um, it's a life skill that is infinitely more important than a distant relative missing out on a hug and your family should fully support that. Yeah. Um, so what, what do you think? Yeah, this has been brought up a You know, lot. I skipped like one, I ended up, I thought I was going <laughs> to skip the whole thing, but there was also the line discussing it with your child beforehand yes. is also helpful. Perhaps they feel more comfortable with a high five than a hug and you can let your family know that. Yeah. Um, the, uh, this has been discussed a lot in the past few years and I think, and I really didn't even think about this until... Yeah. Um, it was brought up, and I agree. I agree with this um, because you are, even as a child, you're telling, uh, of course, you want to be friendly. You want your family to feel loved, and you want everyone to, you know, feel that love. But if you're forcing your kids to, like, give them give people hugs that they don't, I, I think this is, like, family that they don't see very often. Right. And, um, that they don't really know that they don't feel comfortable with. I think that is sending a wrong message as they get older. Um, so I think I like the idea of like, you know, giving a high five. If you don't feel comfortable, don't feel comfortable giving a hug or whatever. A high five is good. It's teaching them to be respectful right. of adults and, you know, people in the family, but you don't have to do anything you're uncomfortable with. 
right. that you don't you don't feel comfortable with. Again, I I really did not think about this until it has been brought up in the past few years. Yeah, and I I want to so I think my mind has changed greatly over this cuz I I I see the reasoning behind what this is saying. Yeah. And um especially people that your kids don't we're constantly telling our kids stranger <laughs> danger, yeah. right? Yeah. And then we walk in and it's someone that they've seen once. Right. And whether they remember it or not, we don't know, depending on the age of your kids. And then we say, okay, this person go hug and kiss when we're saying stranger danger at the right. same time. And so, um, and, and I know right now someone's screaming. They're like, oh, but we, you told them it's okay. But at the same time, we're trying to tell them, yeah, I think it's it's a lot of mixed signals that maybe kids are not at that point where they can distinguish between the the two. Like, they're still processing it, maybe. I'm, yeah. I, right now, I'm processing. Me too. Um, sorry, one thing before yeah. that I forgot to add in. I think it is okay to tell the, them that some people are safe. Yes. Like, the it's okay. Like as a parent, they, if they have that trust with you, you can tell them, you know, this person is safe, but they also have to go off their own feelings too. Right. There is some people have innate feelings that maybe we don't feel, you know? Well, and okay. So let's be completely open and honest here. Like we have conversations with our kids and everyone listening, if you're a parent, you need to talk to your kids about good touch bad touch yeah and and that you know and and really and you know bad touch isn't just the private areas if you don't feel comfortable someone touching you then you yell scream and you come find mommy and daddy yeah and and we've been honest with our kids it's no one right no one not an uncle an aunt not a grandma or grandpa you know, not even a mommy or a daddy right. should ever touch you in certain areas and you need to be respectful, uh, you know, of, and you shouldn't touch anybody in the, you know, right. just the good touch, bad touch. And we're very clear that it doesn't matter who it, no one, right? no one touches you in a way that makes you feel uncomfortable and no one should touch you in certain areas of your body, period, right? period. Like and and we have this conversation with the kids multiple times a year. Yeah, you know, and and especially even before family gatherings, before mm-hmm. uh, you know, big family gatherings, before big church gatherings, before really any gatherings yeah. or any trips that we go on, we sit down all three of them, and even now we explain to the older ones, you watch out for the younger ones, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and, and, you know, you, you, you protect each other in this way. And so, um, we have this conversation with the kids on a regular basis. Yeah. And, uh, and when I add it to this, I'm like, you know what? And the, I will say with you and me, cause I, we've had this conversation about this kind of stuff before. And when we go to a family gathering, we prep the kids and go, yeah. guys, listen, this is our family. They love you. And we've said things like you don't have to hug them, but you have to say hello. Yes, I you have contact. to look them in the eye. Yes, and when they say hi, you what's say your hello. name? What grade are you in now? 
answer the question. Yes. That, okay? that's, that's what I was like, getting at. Yeah, with like, like that. Be we, we want you kind. to, like, we're telling you, you can trust them. Yeah. You know, we, we've had the conversation of good touch, bad touch. We're not saying you have to go hug and kiss or we, if you want to hug, great, 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 great. Um, whatever you want to do there, but you have to answer questions. Yes. Like if they're just, everyone's going to, they're going to see how tall you are and they're going to be like, oh my goodness, look how big you've gotten. <laughs> are you in like 10th grade now? And you know, I'm in whatever grade you're in. Like answer questions, be cordial. Um, and at, at this age, yes. you know, like, like our kids are now, you know, they're, I mean, you know, especially like Kaylee's nine, yeah. you know, nine, seven, um, you know, like, look, and, and I will say like adding labels, we've been guilty of this yeah. of saying well they're just they're shy right and you know what i i looking back i'm like you know what we probably shouldn't have done that right you know the idea is we should have just been like look they don't know you <laughs> no i <I'm> just <laughs> you know like we can be kind of like oh they just don't feel like it right now like you know maybe later or, or you know what and even that we shouldn't put a time gap on the kids that way they feel pressure I, this sounds real like new agey or whatever yeah. or, or but the thing or like flower but i i, I think it's just protecting our kids right. like we're telling them one thing and then going in and trying to say something different right. but i like for us be we're we tend to be in the middle i don't yes. think there's anything wrong with hey we can trust these people you don't have to go hug and kiss and all that stuff but you can answer questions yes. you can make eye contact always you, you can know, be respectful, be respectful. Yeah. i think that's the thing think is we can teach respect thing. while also yes you know well teaching them to respect other people and, and themselves and as parents and th this is just because of where we have worked and what we have seen people mm -hmm. come out of. I think we're a little bit more aware yes. that just because you've known this person your whole life doesn't mean that something that they won't do something bad. Mm -hmm. And so you need to trust your kids. Yes, like definitely. If a kid is always not wanting Kids pick up on things That's that what, adults yes. don't. Mm -hmm. And so if a kid does not want to be around someone consistently. There needs to be a conversation. You need to figure out why. Yes. You know, and it could be as harmless as that person just talks to them in a way that they don't like. Or it could be. They said something. They didn't, they yeah, they didn't said like. something or, or, you know, or it could be as harmless as that. Or it could be something else, yes. you know, and, it, and and this is why we always have that hard conversation with our kids and we say, no one touches you. Right. Even mommy or daddy, no one touches you in this way or that way. Mm -hmm. And and then you need to trust your kids. Yes. You know, definitely. so it doesn't matter. Like, and again, we may be a little bit jaded in this situation because right. of the, you know, we've, we've worked with so many families mm -hmm. and people that are like, no one knew that my uncle this whole time was yeah. abusing me, whether mentally or physically. Right. You know, no one knew that, you know, my grandmother or grandfather, you know what I mean? Or this family friend that was basically my sister or, you know what I mean? Like things right. like that. So trust your kids. Yes. Trust your kids and always be aware of this stuff. Yeah. No matter the holidays or whatever you know i this stuff usually comes up around the holidays right. because that's when you're around large groups of people whether and it's people you don't see very often sometimes right and and w whether it's family whether it's friends or it, you're just out at an event yes, you know that's true an office party you know a, a corporate headquarters company party yeah. you know like just trust your kids and have open honest conversations with them yeah um all right cool 
Next. Are you ready? Yes. Uh, four. <laughs> so, okay. Well, this goes into um, yesterday. <laughs> so <Kinda. laughs> I just want to say spoiler alert. If any kids are listening right now, we are going to yes. talk about Santa. So parents, whatever your situation is, <laughs> uh, uh, Santa Spoilers. warning, <laughs> just skip to uh, something else, like toward skip ahead, maybe like five minutes. Um, okay. Do we, do we warn enough? Okay. Number so. four, let's make Santa unconditional or not at all. Um what they have said with this is at this time of year, I often find myself in a tug of war between wanting to give my son the magic of Santa and being completely honest. I fully respect and appreciate all the reasons many parents choose not to do Santa. If you're considering whether or not Santa is for you, uh, she puts out this post with a bunch of a link to a thing where they talk about it more. Um, And so uh, then it says, for us, for the moment, we choose to do Santa. And one question I always ask myself is, when my son finds out who Santa really is, will I be proud of the choices I make? So like our love, Santa is unconditional. He brings gifts no matter what. They don't need to be earned. There's no string attached. Uh, they also keep it minimal. It's just a bonus and so on and so forth. Yeah. All right. So I think, Santa. I think this I think this closely lines up with us. Um, we had interesting conversations yesterday. <laughs> Because our our nine year old, you know, has discovered the secret. It's funny because we never really, we never, even from the beginning, never played it up. No, big. It was always kind of like a. They kind of discovered it from other things, not really from us. We we weren't like this is from Santa, you know. This well, is- <laughs> and so this may sound ridiculous, but I take on my dad's mentality. <laughs> We work hard to earn the things that we like to bless our children with and giving the credit to a mythical situation uh, is like, what? No. (laughs) (laughs) I know that's kind of a comical thing, but like my dad would say like, I got to give it to a fat old bearded man. No, (laughs) No, I worked hard. For you to have that stuff, <laughs> you know, and and the other people in your life that love you yes. worked hard so that you could have that stuff. Right. I'm not giving credit to some guy in a sleigh. <laughs> it was um, funny. Sorry, this is really kind of off topic, but Avery the other day goes, "Mommy, why does Nana always buy us stuff?" And I was like, "Because she loves you." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's like, "Why does she always buy us stuff?" It's like it's just simple. She loves you. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah. So this has, Santa has never been big with us, but, you know, as they get older, they see the movies and they see this, the commercial stuff that's all around. And I have struggled with wanting to keep the magic, but also not lying. Yeah. (laughs) That that has been, just like they said, it's a tug of war. It's a, you want, because being a kid is all about magic and, you know, it's, the magic and, and mystery of life. Yes, yeah. So it is it, it is a tug of war. But yes, our 9-year-old knows the truth and I think she on not on purpose, but she has kind of passed her knowledge on to her Well, it, that's going to happen. Of course. The siblings it's going to happen. I mean, our 5-year-old goes well, He didn't He just walks in and goes, "He didn't Oh, know. daddy, you're Santa." <laughs> you know, like Because they've been talking about it. Because they've been talking about it. But and, it's okay. Yeah, and, and I think you can get that magic and mystery. It was the same. So I'm going to give the example, and then I'm going to attack this from a totally different angle. Um, uh, but 
when I remember we love Disney, like we love going, I love the, the everything, but yes. even as before kids, I was starting to get sick of it. Yeah. Like I didn't want to go. I mean, we lived near there for a while there and, yeah. and I was just like, Ugh, I just don't want to deal with it anymore. And then we went when Kaylee was like yes. two and wa- pushing her in the stroller and all of a sudden like her eyes w- and then like we got to s- experience again through children's right. eyes and without right. the jadedness without the everything and it's just i think part of christmas is that or i don't want to say holiday season because yes. you know whether you know if you're celebrating hanukkah or different like there's there's just this this air of hope yes and exactly. you don't want to like take that away like kids can feel and see that hope uh during this this season yeah and um it's just you know you don't want to take that away right now i want to take this just from a different point of view from a you know we we are christians yes you know and my struggle with santa has always been like you know the kids grow up santa is this almost like savior level idea that he does all of this out of all that you know all the stuff and and to me and then we're also teaching our kids in sunday school about god Mm -hmm. who you also can't see but you have to have faith and then you know when they're 9 10 11 years old we go well santa's fake all of this has been fake and it's been people behind it it's like then where do they see god then all of a sudden you have this little mini crisis of faith well why did you if you lied to me about this so i've always i've always had that in the back of my mind Mm -hmm. and so our approach both in our household and even at church in kids ministry we have gone the route of um, kind of talking about where a good chunk of Santa kind of came from. Yes. And it's, you know, a good, and and look, people there's are like, oh, well, I pull from this, this, and this. <laughs> yes. There's a thread that of of it that pulls from St. Nicholas. Yes. And uh, I mean, we even call Jolly Old, you know, St. Nicholas. St. Nicholas was someone who loved God. Mm-hmm. Um, he lived at a time and he's dead now, <laughs> you know, like he lived and he lived toward giving money to the poor. And and that's where I guess the, uh, was it the stockings. I, the, the, the stockings and the things and a lot of that tradition comes from St. Nicholas yeah. and, and what he did while here on earth. It's to put fruit. Fruit, yeah. I was going to say the orange, yes. the the chocolate, chocolate oranges, <laughs> yes. and the things like that. And so, a lot of that is rooted in in Saint. A lot of the mythos of Santa is rooted in Saint Nicholas. And so, we we've taught on that through yes. what's in the at church. We did what's in the Bible. Even at home, we do the. Yeah. If you've never, um, what's in the Bible by Phil Vischer and them is one of the most amazing. Yeah videos, um, shows, and then they also have church curriculum too, mm-hmm. but it's also just DVDs you can buy. It is incredible um, for just learning. I learn things from yes, it, from definitely. that are in the Bible and, and how, and certain stuff. And they have a, they have a special of why do we call it Christmas? And they touch on so many different things and it's so interesting and cool and still um, like, and still having like a lot of fun while right, they're doing it. <laughs> you know? And so when they talk about, you know, like one of the questions is, well, what is this red, you know, giant, you know, guy, in a, red guy in a red suit that's jolly have to do with Jesus. Right. And they, they talk about how St. Nicholas was someone who, who did all this. And and that's what we talked to our kids about yeah. was it started, you know, and look how big it got, you know, right. to the point where people are still talking about this. And so imagine if you live your life in such a way that you let God work through you and in you, that you impact people so much that hundreds of years later, yeah, 
you know, you're still kind of tied to this, you know, like, like the, the impact that you are able to have when you care about other people that much. Um, and, and, and you show God's love to other people. Yeah. Like, and so like, we've always kind of taken that, that pact of just, just like, Hey, this is, this is where that is from. And this is why we celebrate, yeah. you know? And, you know, and then obviously Christmas, we celebrate the birth of Jesus. Yes. And I know that, look, we can, we know Jesus was actually born, born in, you know, they, yes, I get it. I get it. Okay. I, <laughs> I get still, it. It's still a good time to celebrate. Well, it. And, and this is where people want to argue, like, look, it's all about the heart. Yes. All right. You know, like I know people will get in. I can't believe, you know, you celebrate. Oh, it's, it's actually because of the pagan thing. Yeah. Well, you, you know what? Let's look at that. You know, we can look at that and say, well, actually, because most of the nation had become Christian, they decided to, hey, we're not going to celebrate it as that anymore. We're going to celebrate it as this. Yes. You know, so like we, we can go back and forth all day and you know what? It doesn't matter. No. As okay? long as your heart is in the right place. <laughs> Jesus constantly throughout the bible it's all about your heart and what's in your heart and so i think if you are there and you are you are are saying you know you are sharing god's love with your kids that unconditional love and that hope that is all around this season and you do it in the right way have fun with it yeah you want to have santa dropping stuff off whatever (laughs) you know like like i think and and we have fun with it like our kids are like but you you know santa fills up our stockings i'm like yes he does (laughs) you know and and we had that conversation when kaylee's like i'm pretty sure i saw you guys put it in there and i'm like look how did santa start oh well saint nicholas you know or like what what was part of the thing of santa well saint nicholas and why did he do that well because he loved god he wanted to help people and i'm like the same thing. We love you guys, just like God loves us, and we want to give you something special. So there yeah. you go. Santa's dropping things in your hat, you know, <laughs> in and so in your stocking, <laughs> you know. So I, yeah, I. It's all it's it's the heart. And yeah. Whatever you decide to do, it's just it ends up with open, honest communication. We should make that like the tagline, tagline. of everything. <laughs> I think we need to get moving here because I I can't. You know what it is? We have the light off, and I can't see. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let's start booking through these. All right, number five. Let's decline the invitation to busyness. I don't even think I need to read this. I know. That is a, that is what we all get caught up in every year. And do we regret it every year? Yes. Yes. (laughs) I mean, I don't know why we we do this to ourselves, but we we fill our calendar with all this stuff because we we feel like we got to fit the fun for the whole year into this one month. <laughs> yep. And I get it because there's just like this special feeling around Christmas, the, the lights and the decorations and all that stuff. But is it being more enjoyment or is it more of a detriment? Right. So you got to weigh those options. Yeah. I Say no and don't it's feel okay. guilty about it. Yeah. It's just, it is what it is. You know, because ultimately you need to do what's best for you and your family first, yeah. like your kids, especially when they're young. Yes. You know, um, when you, you, that's what matters. drag them from event to event. Or they're not yeah. going to have fun at So if it means you miss certain things and you, you know, or you leave early at certain things, then that's what you do, you know, and, and don't let anybody else tell you otherwise. Okay. It's just, that's what's important. This year we've actually been able to do some different stuff just because we're not busy with things that we usually are but so we enjoy those things this year you know so it can be different plan out moments yes plan out moments with your kids whether it's making cookies or watching a movie or plan things out i got the hiccups right now 
don't feel obligated that you have to do every single thing that is on Pinterest. You know, I, I'm guilty of this all the time, but don't feel obligated that you yeah. have to do and or else your kids will not have a good and Christmas. <laughs> I, just to be clear, if you have like friends that are like, I can't believe you're missing this. Well, then maybe evaluate your friends. <laughs> You know, like, oh no, I'm just saying, if someone's going to be really mad at you well, yes, and yes. not forgive you for missing the third party that they've thrown right. in the month of December, you know, November, December, and January, well, <laughs> then maybe evaluate your friends. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and, or have hard conversation with your family. Like, if your family's pressuring you to be at that fourth white elephant game, <laughs> you know, I, you know, and, and, and now this is one hard part that, that we've always tried to balance. Um, I remember our very first Christmas together, it was awful. Well, just we because just tried to we tried please. to please everybody and travel to, you know, two different cities in two days while also yes. filling the responsibilities that the church we were on staff at we and were. being with... Then doing stuff for our leaders during that same time yeah. at the church. And it was... We were exhausted. We were exhausted and didn't have fun at anything <laughs> because we were so tired. Yeah. And so even as we've gotten older and have kids, we've had to be like, look, you know, some like... Uh, we, we've had to mix things up. Yeah. You we know? have certain days for your family, certain days for my family, and certain days for just us. Yeah, and and sometimes, you know, like, you know, for your family, we have to travel. Yeah. And so sometimes we do that a week before yeah. or a week after. Right. You know, to, it, to make sure that we can enjoy that time with them. Yeah, that we're not rushing time with your family and also that we're not, you know, even my family, you yeah. know, we've cut back, like we may go eat dinner with them, but then we want we have time at home with our kids um, and just Christmas our family. Day, yeah. Or, you know, Christmas Christmas Day really has been it's just our it's family. It's just us, yeah. It's just us. Um, we don't go see anybody, you know. Um, and so yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it, you gotta set up those guidelines and, and room and just and uh, you know, luckily our both our families are amazing and yeah. so they they have no problem with any of those decisions that we've made to be with our kids, mm -hmm. you know? So just have those conversations with your family and set things up, Yeah, you know? Because ultimately, if you are a parent and you have your own kids, you are your own family unit yeah. now. Like if you're still being pressured by parents pulling you or parental figures pulling you, you've got to cut those ties at some point and make decisions based on your family and your kids and your spouse or else you're going to have all sorts of other problems <laughs> you'll have marital problems um all right the final one says let's remember it is not up to children to meet the emotional needs of adults um and so just kind of you get the idea of where that's going right do mm -hmm. i need to read no I, I mean do you think i should like maybe further? just a little bit uh so it just says emotions can run high at christmas from unrealistic expectations to historical family feuds it's a time of year that can bring out the best and worst in our loved ones yet often we expect more of children than we do of adults um let's view christmas and all that comes through it through the eyes of children it can be overwhelming enough for us and we have 30 40 or 60 years of christmas experience under our belts at this time don't be afraid to remind others that it's not up to a child to meet the emotional needs of an adult it is the other way around. Let's our let's be our children's guides and help them navigate through the complexity of the holidays. Be our children's advocates. Extend grace um, rather than shame when they forget to say their tenth thank you for the day <laughs> and instead say it for them and all that kind of stuff. Uh, be realistic. Expect meltdowns. 
you know, proactively build in quiet moments uh, that refuel emotional and physical tanks and so on and so forth. Yeah. I think it's just being aware of your kids. Like, be prepared. Let's allow our kids to bring out the childlike wonder in all of us. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. I think prepare yourself. Not every event that you go to is going to be a magical, joyful experience because, you know, there's going to be other factors. Your kid is tired. Your kid is hungry. Your kid has just had enough of seeing people or, you know, just go in with expectations that it might not go perfectly. (laughs) Yeah. You know, they have their own feelings and they sometimes are not, I mean, most of the time cannot do as much as adults can so yeah i i just see this my one of my biggest philosophies is just let your kids be kids yes yes you know like they're not gonna have the stamina that you do they're right. not gonna like they have no filter <laughs> That's when they open up socks and they're like thank you you know or they don't say thank you because they got socks and then so if some if someone gets offended when they give a eight like a seven-year-old a box of socks for Christmas and they get offended because the kid like wasn't putting them all on and like hugging them and giving like, you need to evaluate your gift giving skills. I'm just throwing that out there. No. All right. I mean, come on. No, I agree. You know, I like, agree. like, but we can also teach them to be grateful. Just I'm not saying, yes, I'm, I'm yes. And we do. Yes. And yes. at some point it will I'm kick saying, in. Kaylee at nine years old, she says, thank you. If it's a box of rocks, yes. she puts on the smile fakes it and says, thank you well, for this box of rocks. Comes back to the expectation. Don't expect yeah. them to be thrilled with everything. But the five-year-old <laughs> getting some underwear, <laughs> hey. he's, he might be like, what is this? And throw it. And guess what? If you gave the kid a five-year-old underwear, no amount of parenting super heroic gymnastics <laughs> is going to get that kid to say a genuine thank you. Can I just okay? say that I'm thankful that our girls, at least, they love getting underwear and socks for gifts. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah, we never had to fight that. But you know what I Michael, mean? Like, yeah, he could, like, let your kid, they got, they're going to be kids. Yeah. They're going to have moments. And so you, exactly, they're not, they're, just fill in, say thank you, give them the Nerf gun that the cool <laughs> uncle got them. And let them run around. As you much know? as we would love them to be, they're not going to be perfect little angels all no, the time and because look, they're not robots. We have a big family. And yeah. so sometimes our kids, after they see the one cool thing that they actually wanted, that they got from someone, they want to run off and play with it. Let them go play with it. Yeah. Like they can open the rest of the Just presents another time. It doesn't have to be. Go back to when you were a kid. How do you feel? Uh, yeah. <laughs> when I open the Nerf gun, I want to open the Nerf gun. And when I go, go look over and see a bag, you know, bags typically are just filled with clothes. All right. So when they look over and they're like, oh, I got four bags left, but I've got the Nerf gun right now. They want to open the Nerf gun. Let them open the Nerf gun and shoot some things, you know, give them, give them five minutes. And then, and then you can be like, hey, all right, you've had some fun. Why don't we, why don't we come back and like, you know, do some more, you know, just let kids be kids, Yeah. you know? And yeah, that party that went, you know, we're in hour three. Yeah. They're they're done. They're done, you know, and so recognize that. And sometimes you have to recognize that maybe you need to leave earlier than you want to. Yeah. You know, or you need to kick people out of your house earlier than you would like, you know, or have things set up. You know, a lot of times for us when we have like my brother, because it's in our family right now, it's us and my brother who has, uh, well, and you're... Your yes. sister mm-hmm. has kids. Um, but, you know, like 
we live in the same town as my brother. Mm -hmm. And so the cousins are over more, their kids are over. And so when we know it's going to be like a later night, we already have a room ready where they're going to have a movie night. Right. We have our kids prepped like, hey, at 8.30, you know, because we know that's when everybody starts losing their minds. <laughs> at 8, 8.30, you guys are all going to go in the room. We have the TV set up. We've got a movie. We're going to make popcorn. And then they get excited about yes. They don't realize that what we've just done <laughs> is we've put them in the other room. Yeah, the that they adults can, can do what they want to do. Yeah, and the kids can relax. Yeah. They don't have to, you know act a certain way they can go and have popcorn and we know look the next morning we're going to be vacuuming popcorn out of the bed <laughs> it's, it is what it is but you know let kids be kids and just have fun yeah you know so just and yeah it's just being realistic yes I mean, even that's... now look if you got me a box of underwear and socks <laughs> i'm gonna be like you know what that's great from a practical standpoint because like this morning i ordered more socks did you <laughs> yeah and it's great you know, it's great. I get, I get some socks. It's great. But if you also open up like a new, you know, for me, if I open up and someone got me the, you know, like whatever, a new Xbox controller, I'm going to be like, oh, well, guess which one I'm going to want to open and put on? Yes. Yeah, you know, I mean, it'd be weird if I'm putting on putting underwear on. in the middle of That would of be weird. Thing, but, you know, like, <laughs> it's the same, it's, you know, even as adults, like if you open up, there's certain gifts that you open up and you're like, oh, this is great, you know, for you, if you get a Dunkin' Donuts or a Starbucks gift card, you're you're sitting there on your phone loading it into yeah. your app. You know, you're excited. You you want to take a minute and enjoy. And yeah. so for stuff like that, just let your kids be kids. Let them yeah. have fun. You yeah. know. All right. Is your heart clear? Yeah, Any other so. holiday things? Could you think of anything? I mean, I think it covered the main things. Like, you know, don't get too busy. You know, just have fun. Think of the, I mean, do things that are, that you don't do normally throughout the year, but don't fill your schedule with, everything yeah like do the things that are special for that season but just it, make sure that you're enjoying it like not doing not doing it just to check your check your, stuff your, off, check, yeah. off like your checklist yeah <laughs> yeah i yeah just in i i would say the same thing like evaluate yeah evaluate each year the things that work and don't work and and it's you know you know of cut course, out the things that just you know, don't work. I think we covered it, but instilling a, you know, a heart of giving and being kind, not just getting. Yeah. I think we covered. Well, and there's some people that like, they grew up and they're like, oh, Christmas was always the worst. Yeah. Well, it's like, well, don't. Well, change it. Change it. Yeah. Change it so that when your kids grow up, they can enjoy this time. Right. You know? Um, you always have that power to change. And look, we all have responsibilities that we have to be at yes. and do, you know, whether it's social or work or family, like yeah. there's responsibilities. You do them, but you just try to make them fun. Yeah. You know, or you, you know, it just, yeah, you, you do your best. Yeah. All right. Uh, we are really long. So yes. let's, let's burn through these. Are you ready? Success and failure for the week. Go. Um, I think this one goes back to, I think I looked it up. It's episode 44. If you want to go back and listen to that. Oh, okay. Are about pushing our kids. Our girls finally are riding their bikes with no help. <laughs> no and if, if yeah. you go back and listen to that you'll you'll understand why but finally they got the courage and they're good yeah and they're this is good. just part of like i wish we live like just where yes, we live where is we not live. conducive because yes. they're like daddy when did you learn to ride your bike i was like i was like three <laughs> i know it was like six years before you kid you know and she's like wait what really i was like yeah but yeah it's, it's different back then I, we, yeah. we kids we rode bikes like i lived in a neighborhood that 
you know, we cul-de-sac, so yes. we didn't have to, we were on a cul-de-sac. So like I, I rode my bike every day. Yeah. It's just, it's, we live in a different day it's and just, age and our, where our house is, yes. it's not as conducive to that. So, right. but yeah, very yeah. small streets with lots of cars. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's, yeah, no, it's really good. But um, I'm very proud. Yeah, yeah, they did a good job. They're yes. proud of themselves. They're very too. proud of themselves. Um, well, and it's funny when one does it now. Yes. Then Avery's like, well, I can do it. And yeah. she did it like that. And now Michael's like real close. Yeah. And it's just funny. I'm like, um, all right, my success and failure for the week was number one, we decorated for Christmas. Yay. We like, we, we got it done. Like, it's good. It looks great. Um, the second one, my failure is the garage is an absolute disaster oh. and you can't move around. <laughs> Which means some of the Thanksgiving stuff is still in the house that I can't that's get outside yet. So um, that's my success and failure. Does that, if anybody has a really clean garage, good for you. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> I thought you were going to ask for like tips or something. Like, no, no, just, just good for you. Good job. I think I'm just going to go out there with a trash bag. <laughs> um, all right, family time. Well, this week is a lot of family time. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've got a wedding this week, so we'll be spending a lot of time with our family. And uh, we are going to do, um, we did some Christmas stuff last night, some, you know, Christmas events around the town. And yeah, tomorrow we'll be doing it, that again. So I mean, I'm looking forward to that. And it's supposed to be cool again here in Florida. So, you know, it's it's a little easier in Florida to do Christmas We're stuff. Getting out our parkas. Yeah. when it's, it's going to be in the 60s. <laughs> hey, Wednesday morning, it's going to be like 40. So, <laughs> Well, I'm not leaving the house. <laughs> so I'm excited to go do some Christmassy things when it's actually like cool outside. Yeah, I knew you were going to bring up like wedding and yes. all that stuff. So I just well, did big. some practice. I just grabbed some practical like hands-on things okay. like uh i, I want to play that grounded for life we had a blast with we that did. it's like apples to apples but yeah. like with family stuff and it's gross it talks about <laughs> boogers and farts and it's just fun with the kids like our kids are at that prime you know talk they, about they, their world of getting them to really laugh hard you just say the word fart and it's over yeah. and so it's it, it was fun i had fun with that and then also i think today or tomorrow comes my cousin Paul and his wife Catherine they yes. wrote like a kids book and illustrated it and yeah. so our copy I ordered it I don't know I think it said it's I think it's going to be here today or tomorrow so yes, I was like oh we can excited. sit down as a family and read that so I'm, I'm going to put a link in the description to their book too I, yes, I, I forgot definitely. to write down the name of it floppy it's our friends. floppy eared friends right or something I, I believe so well you look that up while I um but yeah so they're they they wrote it it's on Amazon so People can check that out. Um, but then I can tell the story. We yes. came home. Our floppy-eared friends. Our floppy-eared friends, Paul and Catherine B. and Cardi. So check yes. that out. It's super cool. Um, so that'll be part of our family time this week. Yes, We're going to sit will. down and read that together. Um, but uh, yeah, so. And if you like it, give them a review. Yeah, go review it for them. Let, mm -hmm. let, yeah, absolutely. Go on Amazon, find it, order it, and review it. Um, but then also... Uh, we talked about during the Thanksgiving yes. thing, how like I haven't had tortellini in 10 years. Um, and I think I maybe I mentioned like I had found it one time, some company somewhere, um, but I, I haven't looked really into it in like seven years, you know. Um, and uh, I showed up, I think it was like after work one day, or like we had run air, I don't know, but I came home and I was like this big box by the door. <laughs> like, what is I like, this? I didn't order anything that big, <laughs> you know, yet we haven't done our full, which is weird. We haven't done our full Christmas shopping yet. Usually we're done Usually by we're now. Done. <laughs> um, we haven't done, we've done almost nothing. 
but it, so I, I opened it up and Paul had shipped yeah. some, he found uh, some place that sells tortellini gluten-free and, yeah so thank you paul i'm yeah. giving i stay i thank you like not in person <laughs> but through phone um and then uh yeah i'm, I'm giving you a shout out now yes. too so thank you again yeah that um, was very thoughtful yeah so we had a lot of interaction with them this this last mm-hmm. like week and a half um i'm really excited about reading their book me too you know and then picking his brain because that's like we, we've worked on little kids books and stuff yep. we just it's all like in like the rough stages. So I'm going to pick his brain on how it all worked through Amazon. But yeah, so cool. So that's family time, tortellini and reading books and then (laughs) playing games that have to do with farts. Uh, (laughs) What a week we have. All right. How are you relaxing this week? Um, I haven't really thought about it because of how busy we are, but probably (laughs) just the normal stuff. I, uh, some Christmas music has come out on my, um, piano playing app that I've been using to learn to play the piano. So I've been having fun learning some some of the classic Christmas songs, um, but also just, you know, relaxing, watching uh, yeah. Christmas stuff. I was going to say, I'm not really relaxing this week. Yeah, it's a busy well, week. Well, starting Wednesday, it's going to start getting really busy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I when if I have any downtime, um, I'm still playing Destiny, the new, the next gen update comes i think tomorrow so that'll be fun to play and then also i've just been i've been watching burn notice again yes so i've been burning through that it's a good show yeah i i love i love that show it's just it's just funny to me i enjoyed it too when we watched it the first time i'm michael weston i used to be a spy (laughs) um all right uh and i think that's it I think so. You good? Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, You know, if you like the show, be sure to, you know, leave a review. Uh, You can do that. I mean, Spotify, a lot of those ones that you just click like a star rating on Apple Podcasts, you actually have to like go to the bottom, click library, then click on it, then scroll down all the episodes. I'm I'm showing you with my (laughs) finger if you can see right now. Go all the way down to the bottom, and you kind of click write a review. That that helps out the podcast a lot. Yeah, I'm um, a lot more than I ever thought. Um, <laughs> as I'm actually starting to pay attention to that stuff, uh, so you can do that. And then also in the links, any kind of games that we've talked about in the past, we've got stuff like Skippo that we love playing with yeah. the kids and have fun with them. We have they're all like Amazon affiliate links down at the bottom. So when you click on that, and even if you buy toilet paper, it ends up supporting the show too. So. Um, which toilet paper is a big thing now. Yes. It's, it's back popular. to being tough to find yep. for some reason because it's like, a luxury item. Uh, oh, you <laughs> All right. Um, so listen, uh, for the sign off here, yeah. I just, you know, we've been playing in the backyard, playing catch with the kids yes. more. Um, and it's been fun. And so I was, I, it, I just kind of tr- transferred backward. I remembered, I traveled through time and I just wow. remembered as a kid throwing a baseball. And one time, um, I was wondering why this baseball, you know, it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Then it hit me. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> was that too much of a buildup? Because I no, saw it. I was, it was like, good. I got to add a little good. bit to it. You know, I just had to. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Bye.